show me something. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Show Me Something podcast. I'm Jacob. I'm Will. I'm Trevor. And today I showed the boys uh, the album by Rex Orange County, Apricot Princess, from 2017. Um, I started listening to uh, to Rex Orange County, like, only last year, actually, is when I found him. Um, and it wasn't from Tyler, the creator, uh, Will. It was, uh, <laughs> it was because I was listening to um, Olivia Rodrigo's, uh, Rodrigo's album, <laughs> Sour, that came out last year. And just after it, you know how Spotify just like plays random music? Um, w- one of his uh, singles played afterwards. And I was like, hmm, that's pretty good. <laughs> and I added it to one of my playlists, and I just kept going back to it. Um, so then, uh, a little bit later in the year, I just started like listening to all of his albums and was just getting a feel of it. And this is mm-hmm. the one that really um, stuck with me. This is by far my favorite album by him. Um, so I felt like I should show you guys and see what you guys thought. So cool. How have cool. you guys been though? That that was a long <laughs> intro, but uh, we got any housekeeping or anything? Um, well, you want to start? I don't know. Do you have anything? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Nothing too crazy. Um, I saw Batman yesterday. Nice. Did Um, you see it still? First movie in IMAX, probably since I think like the Hateful Eight Roadshow, like like 90 millimeter showing or something like that. So that was, I don't know, six years ago. IMAX is so cool. (laughs) I I couldn't tell you the last time I saw IMAX. Dude, it, I think I saw Star Wars in IMAX, one of the more the most recent Star Wars movies. Yeah, IMAX. that's unfortunate because those movies suck. But it was hey, it still looked real pretty on in IMAX. Yeah, man. that's yeah. fair. Um, yeah, my whole ass was shaking the entire time. Like it's just like the speakers are so fucking loud. I was in the back of the theater too, so like right in between those giant like wall mounted enormous yeah. speakers. Um, but yeah, I liked Batman. It was fun. Uh, curious to hear y'all's thoughts once you see it. Um, I watched the new Spider-Man. Chris nice. and I watched that Tuesday night, which was also fun. Um, and uh, yeah, that's really it, honestly. I've, I'm about f- 20 hours into Elden Ring. I'm enjoying it. Um, it's not a game I can play for very long at a time. I just get too frustrated, even though I know hard that game. that's the whole point. It's not even that it's hard. It's just like... I'm not always in the mood to grind the same enemy over and over. Mm. Like sometimes at the end of the day, I'm just fucking wiped out. And I want to do something easy. Like with Tarkov, I think the fun part is that I can just do like bullshit runs that are meaningless. Whereas in Elden Ring, it's always like very high stress. So high stakes. Yeah, high stakes. So I've been playing it in pieces. It's definitely wonderful though, um, and I think you both would probably enjoy it. But obviously, Jacob will wait for it to be on sale, and Trevor, Trevor will maybe play it at some point. But I'm, I'm waiting I've, I've never for the PC. Any... Ver- Sorry, go Sorry, ahead. I'm, yeah, I'm waiting on the PC version to get completely fixed, and I'm going through the Batman Arkham games right now. So when I actually am done with those, yeah, I'll see. Have you played those before, Trev? <laughs> uh, I played. I'll if I didn't beat it, I played most of Arkham City. That's the best one. 
which I enjoyed. I played that back. Like, I think I borrowed it from a friend and I played it on my yeah. 360. But yeah. I never played the original Arkham Asylum, uh, and I didn't play Arkham Knight, which I think was the one that comes after City, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the third one. Uh, so I haven't played those two. And I could go through playing City again. I remember enjoying it. So yeah. City is, I think, the best one. I'm, I'm most curious, of the way curious. through uh, the first one right now. Yeah. I remember liking Asylum. It's definitely more self-contained. Like, it's not open world, really, right? It's like, it all no. takes place in the Asylum. So I it's, think it benefits from that. Fair, it's like, you got the overworld within a series of linear levels, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's good. Right it's a good game. Yeah. Yeah, I've never played um, any of that studio's games. Is what I was. I was from say. software. Yeah, yeah. I've ne- they seem too hard for me. <laughs> I played. Yeah, I think Dark Souls. I think it was either Dark Souls. I think it was Dark Souls One a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is not bad. I'm not good at this. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then yeah, I kind of left punishing. it. <laughs> yeah. Blood Bloodborne is the only one I've played, and I didn't even beat that game. But I think Bloodborne I is the it. one I want to play the most, but I yeah. can't because it's PlayStation. It's also it's I mean it's like it's not very well optimized for PlayStation. Like it still runs like at 30 FPS and barely hits 30 like the entire game. Oh yeah, um, I remember when that game launched. Didn't like the, each loading screen take like a half hour almost or oh, something crazy? I don't know about that. That's you know, that sounds. It was like PC it was insane. Exaggeration. Regardless, yeah. it was like an insane like load time when it first yeah. came out. I remember yeah. hearing. Yeah, it's definitely fun though, and I think I do think Elden Ring is probably the best entry point, although maybe not actually. <laughs> I don't know. It's fun, uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. We're uh, Trev and I hung out last weekend with Ray. We went to a new brewery that's a uh, walking distance from our house, which is really wonderful. It was a good time. Shout out! Shout out to the Brutalist. Um, and we played. And we're doing D and D tomorrow. We played we some all, Catan. We played Catan yeah. last time. Yeah, we're playing D and D tomorrow. Uh, I'm very excited. First Catan intro for Riss and myself. Very fun game. And, and me. Yeah. Well, not really. Yeah, you played it once, right? Before. Once or twice online before. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, D and D tomorrow. We're finally getting into Trevor's, Trevor's homebrew stuff. Yeah. So we're all excited about that. Looking forward mm-hmm. to it. It's gonna be very fun. Hopefully, I hope yeah. it. This it is like be. we all just I'm like, it. <laughs> I'm like nervous all over again. Like I was nervous the first time I ran for you guys, and then yeah. you guys liked it, so I was like, okay, cool. I'm not as nervous anymore. But now we're like out of the pre-built and into my stuff. We're like now I'm nervous all over again because if you guys hate it, it's entirely my fault. So <laughs> there's not nothing I can. I know you're not gonna hate it, but I, if you don't have fun, then it's on me more we'll than anything. <laughs> don't worry. Uh, I'm gonna go out of my way not to have fun, Trevor. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna be I, I guess, grumpy. <laughs> I guess my turn for I don't have much housekeeping really. I don't have to move. I don't know if I mentioned that in the podcast. Hell yeah! At any point that I might be moving, but I don't have to move. So Sick. I get for another year. Everyone's gonna get to see this exact background unless I decide background. to decide to bother with my green screen, which I never bother with. Oh, uh, also same. We we just extended our lease a year here, so nice. same. Oh, and I'm drinking Corona. Out of this amazing Gurren Lagan mug that Will nice. and Marissa got me for Christmas. Damn. That we just, like, what, two weeks ago exchanged <laughs> Christmas <laughs> gifts finally? A little late. Listen, a little it, late. it took a while. Hey, yeah. happy St. Patty's Day, by the way, guys. Yeah, at the time of recording. Don't know when it'll yeah. come out, but, you know. <laughs> Whenever Neither Trevor do I, and I'm the one that it. puts it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. The mouse was on the screen this whole time. <sighs> yeah, that's going to be sad. 
but uh, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna get rid of it. It's staying. I'm gonna put a big circle around it the whole time. <laughs> I'm gonna like highlight it until you remove it. <laughs> um, to catch everybody up on my uh, my Marvel watching, um, I finished WandaVision since last time recording. Um, I watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and uh, and I finished watching Loki. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was dog, <laughs> which is what I was worried about, and it yeah, was not just good. not good. It was just not. It's good. not great. It's not good. Uh, it was so boring. It was just yeah. did not matter. Like it was. Just, it's a it's a slog. It's so skippable. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not not a fun watch. Um, WandaVision was great. Um, loved it. Loved loved the end. Everything was really fun. Um, all the Scarlet Witch stuff was cool. Um, and then uh, Loki was was also really cool. Um, the ending, the last episode was okay. Um, yeah. I think that the rest of the series is like super strong too, which is a sh- you know it's a shame. But I guess they want There's gonna be a season two for that one. Um, oh yeah, for sure. So there's no way they won't. So that'll be cool. Um, but yeah, uh, out of the three, I think WandaVision is still my favorite. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think the next thing I have to watch is uh, the Black Widow movie, so I can finally watch movies again. I mean, I've been watching other movies in the meantime, but they've just been random ass movies, you know. Um, Anything good? Uh, I wa- we watched a really terrible movie. We wa- <laughs> we watched uh, My Dinner with Andre, which is like a historical oh, like film yeah. that people are like, this is like a people movie, love that you know? Movie. Yeah. Oh, I fucking hated it. It was terrible. <laughs> You should um, watch the community episode that they they yeah that's it's a reference to that. Uh, Abby, Abby was talking thing. about it. She she yeah. likes that episode a lot. Um, yeah, it's a good episode. My dinner with Abed. Yeah, but this yeah. the movie was just like so boring and pretentious. Just two fucking aristocratic snobby New York men talking about <laughs> <laughs> how their life could be better if you just went out into the wilderness. But they needed money anyway to go do that, and so it's just like fuck those guys or it's, the it's, one guy uh, in particular. It's Andre. inconceivable guy from uh, Princess Bride. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Is it Wallace Shawn? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the other, uh, yeah, because it's Wally. He's Wally, and then the other dude is Andre. Which that guy looks incredibly like Abby's dad, which is crazy. Like he oh, looks wow. like almost just like him. We, uh, she sent a picture of him to her dad, and they were like, "Whoa." <laughs> <laughs> Andre Gregory is the guy. Yeah, I don't know him. Um, but yeah, didn't enjoy it boring that's a bad good good to know though i won't ever watch it so <laughs> well but you know what I was mean, it if you boring? want to sit oh. there for an hour and a half and just like just a bunch of conversation doesn't matter you know go for it no, <laughs> good. okay and you know what wasn't boring oh this album nice wow look at trevor being Tran- a fucking transition man trevor's you guys interrupted it the first time so <laughs> i have to try again we interrupted i don't even know you try to say it that's oh. there's an accent so but yeah, okay. what did uh, what did what did you guys think? Who goes first? Yeah, Will I goes think I first. do, right? I'm next, yeah. so yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, it was it was a it's a good album. I like it. Um, I don't know anything about Rex Orange County beyond his work with Tyler, as Jacob alluded to. Um, so I listened to this a lot last week as we were preparing to record for it, and then I kind of took a break from it for the last few days just to give myself some room, and then revisited it today a few times. It's I've listened to it enough times that I've lost count. Nice. Um, so I, I would say probably at least 10 times I've listened wow. to it um, in various settings. I've done it on walks. I've done it while working, while driving, 
um, while like doing the dishes and making coffee. So it's been like around, um, and I, I, I like it. I, I like it a lot. Uh, I think the instrumentation and the music is probably like an eight and a half or a nine for me, but I do think it's hindered by his voice and his songwriting at times. I don't love his voice. That's definitely going to be a personal thing. Um, and there are times that I think I enjoy his voice more than others, but I, I think the the music is like really strong, and I think his singing and songwriting is good, but not like amazing. So um, I can definitely see the benefit of having him as a collaborator in terms of him making the music for somebody like Tyler. Uh, I'm sure he's made other stuff for people too, either written or produced. Um, cause his instrumentation is like just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really varied and lush and surprising and kind of genre bending. There's like lots of different types of music that are kind of reference points in this album. Um, and I've made a conscious decision not to read anything about it or go listen to his other stuff, which I am a looking forward to mm-hmm. and like, I'm excited to do. Um, but I didn't want to taint my thoughts about this album before we talked about it um because i don't know will i like his other stuff more or less if i read people's opinions about the album will i like it more or less probably because i'm uh easily impressionable but um (laughs) in a vacuum this is a really cool album and i'm glad i listened to it uh i would probably say i i waffle between like a seven and a half and an eight there are some aspects of, again, the singing song that I really don't like that we'll get into. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's it's definitely really cool. Uh, also didn't know he was English until, like, yeah. my third or fourth listen. <laughs> so um, that's always fun. I but, didn't either when I first started listening to him. Yeah. Like, I, I really point, didn't know anything about him. I didn't even know if it was just one dude or if it was a collective or anything, you know? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I still don't really know. Um, it's just the guy. It's just one It guy. is just him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I actually it's funny you say that because now that you say that he's English, it makes sense. But I'm like not surprised by it where I'm like, yeah, I totally knew he was English. But yeah. the, like when I think about it, I'm like, I never actually thought he was English the, the entire time. I just there's probably... only there's only one moment where his accent is legible. And it's when he's doing like his like singing, like talk rapping type of thing. Yeah, I, just yeah, think, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like, think I ever just associated any nationality with him, actually. It was just oh, person. Yeah. Like, only just because of accent. I mean, only because of accent. No, uh, I mean that's fine. Like nothing yeah. wrong. Like I just like I just realized I don't think I've ever done that. Where I'm like, oh yeah, this is American person as like a default. It was literally just person. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is weird. I also just it still blows my mind that people who aren't from America don't have an accent when they're singing. Like it's just such a weird thing to me. Like. You don't. You can't tell an English accent when they're singing. Like, yeah. you just can't. Yeah. Like what? Like Adele. I think it's like Adele. Accent? I think it depends on who it is, though. Still, but I think most of the really? time, yeah, they don't. You can't hear an accent at all. I feel like it's all. I can't think of a single example of somebody who's. I could tell they're English. Coldplay, Sade, Adele. What about the Rolling um, Stones? The Beatles. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> it's i don't think it's a thing like you really can't tell um i would love to be proven wrong in the comments you know listeners please tag me in uh people who have accents and they're singing you can tell but like at least for an english accent i can't tell maybe if it's a you know a second language thing then it's different but 
Um, anyway, that's a long, long section. I'll, I'll say eight out of ten. Yeah, great album. Happy to have listened to it and excited to dig into the rest of his stuff, um, nice. which I'll, I'll report back on. Yeah, for sure. Trave. I also enjoyed the album. Nice. It, it was cool. I, I, I did like his singing voice. To be fair, I thought it was a different kind of. I don't know. I kind of. I just enjoyed it. I guess. Um, had a good time with it. I listened to it not as many times as Will. Probably five, maybe. I want to say, most of which were in my car, on the way to and like from work or to my parents or whatever. Uh, and then the last listen all the way through because I did start listening to it before we started recording. I didn't get all mm-hmm. the way through though. Um, Have you done front to back in one sitting? Yeah, I did that. Just the listening. My last listen before the one just before this podcast uh, was when I like sat down and listened to the whole thing and like took my notes on each song as it <laughs> came up. Damn. Uh, all like my first couple listens were broken up into like two halves, like going to work and then on the way back home from work. Uh, definitely got a couple of full listens like on my longer drives, like if I go to see my parents. Yeah, because it's not a super uh, long album. It's only like no, it's pretty long. short actually. I think it's one minutes, of the shortest yeah. albums we've done. Um, I really had a good time with it. It was a lot of like the whole album seems to have one theme of like love and stuff like that, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to go more, I guess, into each individual song. So for now, I'll just be like eight and a half out of ten. That's that's my rating. It was cool. good. I I enjoyed it. Nice. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not probably gonna go. It. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna go like seek out his other stuff though because you never do. <laughs> I never do. <laughs> you never do. <laughs> Trevor hates music. That's the underlying. I don't hate music. Podcast. I have my playlist of weird bullshit that I like that I add to when I find exceptional songs that I enjoy. We will enlighten you one day. Maybe the I don't joys, think we will. the joys of listening to an album. You know, maybe. <laughs> yeah, the fact that your only full listen was the last one is insane to me. Um, well, I listen to, like, I try to get full listens in. No, I know. But... And I got a full listen in my car on my way to my parents. I got, like, front to back in that yeah. one. Damn. Yeah. The rest yeah, of I mean, that's, that's purely just difference of lifestyle, you know? Yeah. I also don't have to commute, so I can sit here and listen to an album yeah. on repeat for the, my entire work day and be uninterrupted. I, so, privilege. I yeah. understand that. Because, like, I totally get it because I listen to this album all the time in the car, and I only do get halfway through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The trip to, to work move, is not move long farther enough. away. You need to move farther away. <laughs> no, um, that's true. Now you're onto something. <laughs> Gas prices are too high, <laughs> dude. Crazy. Although it finally dipped below four uh, four dollars down here today, which is great. So I feel well, you should have told me that. Zero. Shit, I think I still paid four something at the one across the street from me. It was three ninety nine right next to Tacos just now. I wasn't. I was not even at half, and I still spent forty bucks filling up today. It's dude. insane. It just. I. Uh, it just hit like five eighty five in California. I have a friend in Los Angeles, and he took a picture of it. I was like, holy fuck. Anyway. And oil's only come. at $99 a barrel, so, you know, it all makes sense. <laughs> um, we, big sense. Um, are we old? Cobb hasn't done we, this section yet. Wait, are we old, though? No. Are we talking about gas prices because we're old? No. It's <laughs> Cobb, because they're gas insanely high. We, yeah. It's also just, it's life. You know? And I need, okay. I need my money. Stop taking it, gas companies. Um, Please. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I love this album so much. Um, I do want to mention the other, the two songs that um, got me into him was um, Corduroy Dreams, which is off his first mixtape, which is on, it's on Spotify. Um, it's called Because Beca- You'll Never Be Free. Yeah, um, which is a, it's an interesting one. I think you'd like it, Will. 
it's it's all over the place uh, much more so than this album really um, okay cool yeah um and that song also has whistling in it because will spoilerinoed a little bit <laughs> i don't know if you want to talk about that will <laughs> yeah yeah for sure yeah um there's uh, there's a few songs with whistling on this album but the one in particular that Cobb is referencing is uh the song called untitled it's track number five and i had a, yeah i had a moment of weakness last week uh <laughs> when i was in the throes of like pretty much mainlining this album for a couple of days and uh there's a lot of musical moments on this album that i really really love and one of them is the end of untitled when they whistle as the song ends mm-hmm. uh, or when he whistles or someone whistles and it's like a it's just beautiful and b it made me really realize that i like am an absolute sucker for whistling and music and then i like posted about this song i put it on instagram and i asked for people to send me recommendations of songs with whistling in them because I just love whistling in songs. And I uh, I think I actually asked for a playlist. I didn't yeah. get any, unfortunately. I'm yeah. going to make my own. Um, I'm going to make like a definitive uh, whistling in music nice. playlist. Nice. Play <laughs> I've already got the first song picked out. Um, untitled. Which I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to spoil. No, it's not Untitled. But Untitled will definitely make an appearance. It's also tough because there's lots of whistling in rap that I feel like will really skew the playlist. So I have to be It'll selective be with that. It'll be all over the place. So, but I already have a good handful of stuff in my head. And I just haven't done it yet because I've got sidetracked with, with other stuff. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but that's, I mean, to be fair, you you've I only did it because you have precedent for doing it. You posted a Fleet Foxes song. I did. We were doing that was, that was early on. You're right. You're right. So I, did. I was like, I get him back for this one. Yeah. Let him know that I at least am listening to it. I just sent him the eyes emoji looking to the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I but, don't post anything, so I don't have this problem. Yeah. Trevor only recently recovered his account from Russian hacker bots. <laughs> so... <laughs> I thought they were trying to take it again, too, the other day. They probably were. They were like, this dude's password is hella easy. Let's keep trying. Trevor's hacked it's account was one of the leaders of the Freedom Convoy, actually, <laughs> which was pretty crazy. Have you watched that Channel 5 I video? did. It was really oh good. It was God, really great. so good. I'm so happy when I saw the hour runtime. Um, anyway. It took me two yeah. sittings because I had to go to work. Uh, like I watched it while I was in. I think I was playing Tarkov, just doing scav runs, and I watched the whole thing. Uh, it was incredible. Just um, so good anyway but yeah corduroy dreams great song um, okay and it's got great whistling at the end as well um cool. i think it's the best song on that on that album um and then the other one was um loving is easy which is a, a single not on any of the albums uh it was like a collaboration with benny sings um he's like a youtuber um, benny's um, cool yeah that song is so catchy it's so great great music video too it's like stop motion that they did um really really cool because he doesn't have benny that sings, many music videos i think he's on he benny sings is on stone's throw i think which is oh really the the label that put out mad villainy um it's pretty cool. and 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 an album that i'm uh, bringing next week that i'm not gonna remain nameless but um spoiler you know <laughs> yeah damn okay Anyway, I because I was also I was curious about his stuff because I've I've always, I said I I haven't looked into anything about his career or what people like, but um, obviously I've seen his Spotify page and like he's like got crazy listens on a lot of these songs and a lot of them aren't from the album we listen to, which I yeah. always like. But yeah. um, I have notes on the one that is his most listened to on this album, but also I saw "Loving Is Easy" because it's like almost four hundred million. Um, oh, it's so good. Listens. It's so catchy. 
me okay. and Abby constantly have it stuck in our head. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm curious to see how his other stuff is. I don't know if I'm going to go forward from here or backward and then forward from here in terms of when his albums came out. But I think also, you'll probably like his first way better than his next two. Okay. Also, that he just put out an album. Like I was going to say, yeah, I forgot to lead with this. This was going to be my my opening to the podcast. But like, are you secretly like a, a key member in the guerrilla marketing team for Rex Orange County? Because we were supposed to record this last week, the day before his new album came out. Uh, and it would have been plans perfect. Changed. I would have got yeah. it. Would have been perfect. And instead, no cash. <laughs> you no, split I, the cash, right? I, I did listen to it, and Tyler's on one of the tracks. Yeah, um, I, I saw the single come out last week, and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy!" Like, is he dropping something new? And then he did. Yeah, I listened to it. It was pretty good. Um, I think it's better than the album before that, Pony. Uh, okay, but I need to give it more listens because I've only given it one full listen. So, gotcha. um, but yeah, um, Apricot Princess, Score. fantastic. I listened to it on repeat, ten out of ten. Uh, the songs are constantly stuck in my head. I've Damn. been listening to it now for like like four months straight, and I haven't been able to shake it. So, <laughs> yeah, that's how um, you dang. know. That's yeah, how you know. It's just that's how I that's how I've been with the album that I'm bringing next to. So, although that's been more like 15 years, uh, Damn. But, but especially these last few months, it's been the same. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'll stop talking about it, but I'm just excited to talk about it too. Um, yeah. Should we do top tracks? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. You guys start. Go for it. Happy to. Uh, so I think my top three, I want to say in no order. Um, top two in no order are definitely Untitled and Waiting Room. Nice. And I was stuck on those two those since I started taking notes, and then I, I added in nothing today um, to be the third. So those are definitely my top two. It's a good one. Good um, feature on that song. Yeah, Marco McInnes, right? Really mm-hmm. nice voice. That's, see, that's the thing. Like, you hear a guy like that next to Rex, and he just yeah. his voice is so much better. I love um, Rex's voice, though. <laughs> I think he has a unique voice. Yeah. He's got a cool timbre. There's like a weird kind of raspiness to it. Mm-hmm. And I think it shines in certain points more than it does in others. Like, I think the beginning of Apricot Princess, the song, is really nice. It's a bit more toned down and kind of reserved, and I like that. When he gets a bit more like shouty, I'm less enthused by it. I just feel um, like for me his voice sounds very real, you know? It's like yeah. it's it's not like a super um like fixed up and auto-tuned and perfectionist voice, you know? Definitely definitely this is the case. Yeah. So I didn't notice there was another person singing on that song. That is shocking. I mean that's that's not surprising. <laughs> I mean come on, it's Trevor. Did you he notice he doesn't... Sycamore girl? Well, there, was there was a girl. Yeah, I noticed that. Of course, I noticed that. I even wrote that down. But I looked at my notes for nothing, and I didn't write anything about that. That's so funny. I don't think I noticed. But you also don't think of people who are singing beyond the fact that it's a human. So, you know, your eyes I mean, roll back in your head. Your third eye opens. That was a human. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are my those are my top three. Um, and. Should we do like do it? Do you want to do least favorites, or is that too negative of a tone? I no, you totally can. Favorite. You um, can, but I don't have one picked. So okay, uh, I would love to hear it. I don't have one, but yeah, I think. Let me just consult my notes real quick. Nice. Yeah, I think it's television. So far, so good. Um, which is the really? most listened to one on the album? Interesting. Yeah. Very I, interesting. Uh, yeah, I have some thoughts about that one, but we can get into it. I also, there are things about it that I really like, but also the, I think the last song, Happiness, 
it it feels too much like an, a last song on the album which is probably my own issue like i i like the fact that an album feels like it has closure but this one feels like it's trying a bit too hard to be like end on like a poignant note i mean um, i think that's totally valid because like i was reading um an interview that i forget what the magazine was called uh it was a some magazine that did an interview with him when this was coming out um and he was talking about they were asking about the track list and he was talking about how happiness was like always gonna be the last song so it makes sense yeah. that it feels very much like a last song you know it does and like <laughs> I, in certain time like like obviously the the last song on helplessness blues grown ocean feels like a last song yeah. but like that shit fucking slaps obviously i'm biased there but this one just feels like he's trying a bit too hard to stick the landing and i think a lot of, there's there's some more there are some more critiques that i have that are relevant to like it really does feel like he was trying to make like his big first album because you're referring to the first one as a mixtape, right? So, yeah. is this his first like is this his debut technically? Like, I guess know? so. Like, it was still self published, but it yeah. I think this is what's considered his first album. The other yeah. one is there are definitely some moments tape. that feel that feel very first albumy. Um, yeah, which again I understand that probably sounds like wildly snobby from some. I don't think so, but. You're the but, music guy in this group. I no, don't know anything. Yeah. Does. I, mean, <laughs> I don't man, know anything. Will, how dare you be so snobby? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'll I'll reserve my specific thoughts about those songs for when we jump into you know more track analysis. But um, I have to go get my straw off the porch because it's nighttime and I forgot. But please, uh, I don't really want to miss your top song, so I'm gonna wait until after that. We can take a, just a brief intermission that if you can cut it out, Trevor, because I need to go get a new drink. So Trev, give us your uh, give us your top okay. Tracks. Yeah, time for my top three. Okay, uh, so my number one, well, I, I did actually pick them in an order, but as with songs, especially, I feel like these could swap depending on the day, mood, whatever. Yeah. Uh, number one is Apricot Princess, the first track. I honestly really liked it. I thought it set up the whole album really well. Mm-hmm. Um, the tonal changes that it has is, but it's still really upbeat are kind of nice. It starts out really slow, but then like, it's nice and like, yeah, it's good. Uh, number two is the second track television slash so far so good, which is why I thought it was interesting that it was Lil, Will's least favorite because I have my reasons that makes, I, I feel like that makes too much sense though, between the two of us. Though. <laughs> it's not your favorite though. So we have some, no, it's not. And like uh, I and said, then, there are parts that I like. Yeah. This has happened then, before, anyway. I've done this too, yeah. where my favorite has been Will's least favorite. Yeah, on stuff he's Will's. Brought. Will's the contrarian, so you know. What Where you are do? we? Oh, I, you know what? That's no. Fair. In this case, it's Will because that has the most listens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the number three for me is uh, the seventh track, "Waiting Room." Okay, nice. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I also liked it. I don't remember why off the top of my head. Uh, right on. But I. But I did. I I have a very... It's a banger. I don't know if I've ever shown the audience my rating system for songs. Don't show the audience. Well, like how I keep track. If if people see that notebook, you're going to get a knock on the door. Let's see it. Boom. Nice and... So what I do... Nice and blown out. (laughs) I can't see a thing. I can't see a thing. If it'll show. Is I start to draw a star... So each each song that I like gets a little one line, and then as I go down, I will add lines to the star until I the top one then gets the complete star, the second one, 
I like it. You're a funny yeah, guy, unique. Trev. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, you're pretty much the Riddler from the Batman. Right now. <laughs> Put your gimp mask it, back on. <laughs> Put the gimp mask back on. Where is it? Uh, Dude, I really want you guys to see it. I, I want to talk to somebody about it. Um, I, I want to see it. Um, yeah, you should. Yeah, do, I keep my, do I keep my no theater run going? You know? Why would you? It's been a really I, long well, time. If I'm back in theaters, I feel like you should I'm be. Scared. I was like, I, I almost texted scaredest. you to go watch it today because I wasn't really doing much today. You so guys I, should go see it tomorrow. A daytime showing. It wasn't like I went three thirty on a Wednesday, and it was like maybe a quarter full. I need to be prepared for tomorrow. I don't think I'll have time to go. I got prep work to do before you guys show up for D and D. Will's pissed. But anyway, um, what are your top tracks? Wait, do you have a least favorite track, Trevor? No, I do not. Okay. I said that when you said that you had a least favorite. I said I don't have one. So I'm making sure. Um, uh, yeah, no, I don't. I I liked them all pretty well. Um, uh, a nice. Oh wait. Oh crap. Did I mess this up? <gasps> I did. I forgot about track number nine. Never enough. That was actually my second favorite. And then my third favorite was television. So waiting. Forget waiting, waiting room. room was it was the fourth. Wow, it was the fun. fourth. He actually I'm marked sorry. waiting room because it was his least favorite. <laughs> That's funny. Never I was wondering. I was really enough. wondering why my third favorite only had one line, and that's why. Never <laughs> enough, uh, and is one of two songs that have no notes from me, so I can't really remember that off the top of my head. But my my I, th- I liked Never Enough as my second, I think, because it had a, like a little bit of like a pop punk kind of vibe to it. Almost, yeah. It was the one that has like the up tempo rock music, and then it changes yeah. to like synths and drum tracks, and then goes back yeah. into the rock for the chorus. It okay. does. It's. Re- I liked it. It was good. You yeah. Know? Okay. I, you, I just listened. Yeah. I just turned it on. Um, it reminds me of. There's a band called Tokyo Police Club, that I listened to a lot when I was a sophomore in high school. And I thought you were going to cool say name. Tokyo Hotel, dude, and I was like, whoa. I don't know what that is. Oh, um, different band. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, it reminds me a lot of this band called Tokyo Police Club, who. Um, yeah, I listen to a lot. That that song in particular, but also I think his voice in a lot of the albums sounds like that lead singer. Hmm. Uh, that's a band I haven't listened to in probably 10 years, uh, maybe more. Um, definitely more, 15 years. But yeah, sorry. Anyway, sidetracked. No, you're good. Um, yeah, uh, I really love this album as a whole, so I've never I've never like picked out tracks, really. Um, there, there isn't one that you like have on your playlist? Like other than no, I haven't actually. Singles? I haven't separated this album at all on playlists. Mm-hmm. I just whenever I want to listen to, it, I just listen to the whole album. But um, for top tracks, I'll go in no particular order. Um, Apricot Princess, Untitled, and Sycamore Girl. I'll go with those ones. That's also the Sycamore Girl is the right. other song I have no notes on. Really, you didn't <laughs> yeah. like the uh, the other singer on there. I do. It's just one of the ones that I feel like didn't stick out to me as much as the rest. Um, I, I think that any, song is interesting. Things to say because like the um, that song, the other girl was his girlfriend at the time, who like this album yeah. is about, and that's like yeah. the only one she collaborated with him on. Um, so I feel like oh. it's it's kind of an interesting track because of that. But yeah, I didn't know any of that, uh, so. Good to know for for moving forward. <laughs> You're like, uh, now it's one that? of his favorites. <laughs> now it's one of his favorites. No. No, I, I don't even remember what it sounds like, to be honest with you, off the top of my head. Let me see. 
just gonna play it for a sec. The audience will get yeah nothing. Yeah, audience will get good. nothing because copyright. It's good. <laughs> um, so, do either of y'all have a place you'd like to start with, like random scattered thoughts? I mean, even with like the first track, if we're gonna talk about Apricot Princess, the the like fifty second to minute long instrumental intro is amazing. With the yeah. fucking gong in the background, it's That's so the good. Kind of stuff that I'm talking about with like his instrumentals, like his instrumental, his production, his his instrument choice. Like, there's a lot of really interesting and uh, I already used the word varied, but like he like he's pulling from tons of shit. Like, there's samba in waiting room. There's like like you guys mentioned like pop punk, like upbeat shit. Yeah. There are some choices I like less, like the kind of shout alongy type of choruses he has in a few songs which I don't really like. Um, there's a 45-second saxophone solo. Oh, song. you didn't I, love it? That's, I love the, it. No, oh, okay. I was going to say, that's, God, that's one of the... I almost I passed, passed it. out. No, <laughs> when I note, found my third, my second favorite song, I was actually trying to turn back to look at the track because yeah. I wanted to do a special shout-out to Rain Man, which no, is No, I love one. Rain Man. It's, the saxophone is gorgeous. You scared me, and dude. It's, it's over way too soon. You know I love a good instrumental. Yeah, dude, no, of course. That's my jam. I was so pleasantly surprised to hear that um so i'll i guess i'll just briefly touch on um i think the biggest reason that i dock him for the singing and songwriting i and this is 100 percent a personal thing and a lot of it is rooted in probably like very immature opinions from as a kid being like a dude who was obsessed with rap and like a scholar of the genre and all this type of bullshit that I probably would have said when I was in high school or like in college. But I have a thing about people who aren't rappers rapping. I just, I fucking hate it. (laughs) And he raps in multiple songs and I just, it's bullshit. It's a double standard because I love when rappers sing. It's, I understand this. Like it's total bullshit for me to say this, but I hate it. I just, I can't, I can't get with it. And I I fucking hate when he raps and he raps on television so far so good which is why I don't like that song despite the fact that it has probably the best line on the whole album which I'll circle back to with the last line um, yeah yeah it's a great line um, <laughs> it's amazing and I'm like why did he have to ruin it by rapping um, I do agree with you I don't like his rapping it sucks but it sucks, sucks. on this why? album I don't think it's as bad as some of his other albums oh no he raps more on other albums <laughs> really just on like his mixtape uh, because it's all over the place. You just need to listen to it. Just listen to yeah. it. So, <laughs> I will. To me, it felt like I was the least music knowledgeable person on this podcast. It felt less like him rapping and more like him just doing like, which I guess could be considered rapping, I guess, but like spoken word lyrics, I guess. Yeah. There, less- are, there are certain times where it does feel more spoken wordy. But on television, so far, so good. In particular, he is rapping. Like, that's Okay. Rap, to me, sure. I never really got like, yeah. a, oh, oh, he's trying. Because, like, uh, there's even country songs where I've, like, listened. And I'm like, mm, why country, are you trying to rap on a, on a country song? They're rapping on a country track? They're trying. Show me that. No, no, no. Okay, there's I'll have to. I forget, I forget the song off the top of my head, but there's one that stands out. It's, it's really like, bad. It's really bad. Not there's good, a lot of but, a lot of pop country, I feel like, leans really heavily on them just, like, talking their words when it's like actually just rap for people who hate black people yeah but oh Damn. wait hold on i'm not gonna say yeah on that <laughs> you hold already on. did you agreed <laughs> Damn i'm sorry it. that's that's obviously like uh, i'm being it's an exaggeration 
Yeah, I'm exaggerating. But okay. like, it's it's rap for people who are like, oh, I hate rap, but I love this song. It's like, bro, so, he's rapping. But because like that's what I've heard more of, I guess, in a yeah. sense. Because like, if I turn on the radio, which I don't do much anymore. Yeah, but that's it's what it's a country about. station is what I'm listening to. There's one, I, I think I know the song you're talking about, and it's like... It's so bad. He names drops like a fried chicken restaurant in it. It's That's about awesome. like KFC or something. There's definitely that. a Florida Georgia Line song that they try Don't to they rap Don't they always at rap? One point. Florida Georgia Line? <laughs> regardless. Regardless. Yeah, regardless. We're off track. But uh, yeah, that's terrible. why I didn't that's <laughs> I like I like some of Florida Georgia Line songs. I hate country music, man. <laughs> I but I regardless. <laughs> I don't want to taint this anymore. Um that's why I didn't think of any of like what he was doing as like a guy trying yeah. to rap it was like yeah. oh he's doing like a spoken word thing that's kind of cool that's fair so yeah the um but yeah i mean the parts like he 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 caps i think it's the first and the last verse on that song with like the first verse ends with if i could just be happy by the end of the song mm-hmm. and then the last verse and the last line of the song are I want the crowd in tears when they hear this. Is that so wrong? Like that. I love that. I, I love that. It's so good. And I just wish that the song itself was better because it deserves, <laughs> that line deserves a better song. Well, that's um, why I, I do get, think that song, I think so far so good is a better half than television. Does he rap? Do we know what half he raps in? I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. I, but like, again, that all, also so far so good. No, I think it's nothing that I'm thinking of. But there's one song that ends in kind of an instrumental outro that sounds like it could have been left on the cutting room floor of the late registration sessions. Like it's got the same kind of like organy synthesizer type sound and some strings come in. I think it might be the end of nothing actually. Hmm. Um, but it, it, it sounds exactly like late registration. And a lot of the instrumentation here when he uses string sections and that particular synth voice that i don't know the name of um when i say lush like the first thing that comes to mind is a lot of late registration um so yeah anyway i wish just wish he wouldn't rap i I really wish he wouldn't rap this would probably be like closer to a nine if he didn't that's an exaggeration it would be an eight and a half if he didn't rap but i really hate i fucking hate it an eight okay (laughs) it would get it would get at least a half a point more if he didn't rap that's fair Um, enough yeah i just god it's fucking it sucks um yeah, I'll let one of y'all take notes now. Uh, I have more, obviously, but I don't want to jeopardize or monopolize the... I the I more want to just speak to the fact like that all these songs have like different... I was expecting them... Like, when I first listened to it, I was like, okay, all of these are about being in a relationship and being mm-hmm. in love. Yeah, I was expecting it to be more of a story, like through a relationship. Like, oh, this song's like the start, and then this next song is kind of the start... And then the progression through and to either an inevitable sad end or an inevitable like. Mm-hmm. I feel like the last song on here is like a proposal almost, like for the rest of the light. Like it's it's a little bit up in the air. They're not together anymore. Well, that sucks. But <laughs> <laughs> so it he literally says proposal and like the aspects around the song feel proposed like. But the the it definitely jumps around. I feel like with each song to different parts of a relationship. As the one person on this podcast who is single and has been for the longest, I feel like I'm the most qualified to talk about this. The most qualified to talk about a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think? Well, I think I'm I not. Totally... That's why I'm. Jo- that's the joke. I'm oh, not. Okay. I was... 
<laughs> but, <laughs> I, to be honest, though, I think there is there's an aspect of like longing. I feel like in a lot of these songs. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Some of them don't really feel like he's in a relationship, but more so that he's just like in love with somebody from afar. Mm-hmm. Um, he's either sorry. in love with them from afar, or it's like the process of asking out and then first date kind of thing. But then other yeah. aspects are like feel way deeper in a relationship. From what I remember back in high school, the last time I was in a long-term one. Um, yeah. Like, it's just, it's kind of cool, though. I, I do enjoy this album having a, a very almost single theme of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, I, it's, it's I a like love album, that. for sure. It's definitely sure. a love album. Um, and, yeah, and it's fun. And it's interesting that he picks... At least for me, as the person, like from my preconceptions of expecting a story of a relationship from start to finish, that the first song seems to be very much about an established relationship. Like they've been yeah. in it for a little while. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. To mm-hmm. me. No, I get I it. Yeah. Know. This is what I like. I, you guys actually go into the like musical aspects, and I'm like lyrics. You're, like, you're always lyrics. talking about the lyrics. Lyrics is half, is half the shit. Trevor. I know. That's but... important. I mean, we. I think for me, and I think I've probably talked about it before, but like lyrics are oftentimes the last thing that hits me about music. Like I'm, I'm way more, it's way easier for me to appreciate the music itself before the songwriting a lot of the time. And I don't know why that is coming from somebody who is primarily listened to a very lyric heavy genre for his entire life. I feel like that's the, just the way your mind works though. Cause I mean, you make beats, you know, you make instrumental music, so Shout out Craft yeah. Beats. Yeah, shout out. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, but Created yeah, our I, opening I, intro song, just to, you know, in case anyone cheers. didn't know that, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm on all platforms. Check me out. Uh, SoundCloud has my older shit. Uh, streaming stuff has my newer stuff. Kanye um, stole his uh, album art. Kanye stole, yeah, so in my intellectual sad. property. Um, <laughs> Real quick, my favorite song is Let the Beats Yell from you. That's my favorite one. That's, that's, on, my, that's on my mix. Of yeah. like my per- all my like songs that I pick out from my personal mix. Damn, That's you one made it on his Weeb playlist, bro. You did. <laughs> oh, yeah. You made it on the my hey, listen, weird shit playlist. Get me, uh, <laughs> get me those fucking those listens from that demographic, and I'll take anything I can get. Um, no, but but uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, uh, yeah, I lost. To it. move Go on to the that. next track, uh, one of my notes for nothing was um, Marco McKinnis' feature is essential to my soul. Um, it's just it's just an amazing feature. His voice is so Butter. fucking good. I really need to yeah. listen to more of his music because I, I haven't. Um, I didn't even really like look him up until today when I was like finally taking notes. Um, yeah. Does he have albums and stuff? He does have some work like solo stuff. Um, I didn't really look into it that much, but I mean, he has. He's got a Spotify. Oh my page. god. He's okay, got, wait. He's got some. There's EPs. a song. I, I actually I know him and I didn't know I knew him until right now. There's a song he has a song called How I Feel that I have been listening to for years now. It is fucking incredible. Um so shout out to the song How I Feel by Marco McKinnis. That's so cool, it's the same guy. I had no idea. Um Yeah, I'll need to listen to him too, because he's his voice is incredible. Yeah, nothing the um that song like I I got into a full like uh, full body experience type of zone with that song earlier today. Like I just like closed my eyes. I was like working and then it came on. Yeah. Uh, and I just like shut down because it's just so beautiful. 
Um, yeah. The 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 also a thing that he does, and I, sorry, I'm sidetracking myself, but there's the thing that he does throughout the album where he starts almost every song I feel like with at least like 15 to 30 seconds of just the instrumental before mm-hmm. he starts singing. To the point where, like, it fakes me out. Like, I'll start singing before he actually starts singing. <laughs> um, which is the case on this song. But the bass line, in particular, is incredible. And he's got, like, a weird kind of xylophone or, or yeah. bell mm-hmm. type of thing. And the the note I have in particular, though, is on the line... Uh, I think it's the second line of the song. It's like, in my room, it all changed. When he kind of goes up and then descends on the melody... Yeah. That shit just is just so good. It, it's just so good. Um, that part of the album, more so than probably anything else, has been stuck in my head the most while listening to it. Just I like mean, that one little it's line. It's a fantastic like, start to that song, mm-hmm, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Oh, Let it's me so first. Good. Spend I, I wish the night, I could sing. You know, in my room, it yeah, all changed. So, it's just nice. Yeah. <laughs> so so I want I want to defend myself real quick. Yeah. From earlier, where I said I didn't realize the second person sang on this song. What a bastard! I listened to it again, and it's very obvious. Of course, very it is. Obvious. <laughs> That's just, not defending just, yourself. That's making it worse for you. <laughs> it's incredibly obvious that it's a different person. Yeah, he's got a completely. Uh, he's got a very tone. good voice. Yeah. yeah. I, but I think they both have good voices. So. Yeah. How I feel is very good. Listen to that. But, Trevor's like, I okay. would never fucking listen to any other music unless I'm forced to. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a. Or, well, hey, okay, listen. Most you guys probably wouldn't have listened, watched most of the animes I bring unless I forced you to. You're not wrong. That's, that's so. a fucking definite. You're not wrong. So that's kind of the whole point of this podcast: is us exactly. forcing each other to watch things that we love. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. It makes it sound so much harsher. <laughs> forcing. I mean, each other. but it's it is though, and it's that truly, is what it is. It is the best podcast concept that's ever been created. So fuck Dad. everyone else. Hey, cheers, uh, Jacob. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, yeah. cheers, Jacob. Um, I do want to say, uh, I really, just to finish off this song, I really love the line, say something, something that can ease my pain. Mm-hmm. Fucking great part of that song. Yeah. It's so slow. He just wants something to ease his pain, man. <laughs> yeah. He's a really, he's a really, I mean, he's a very good songwriter. I do think, I'm curious to see how that evolves over his career. And I, I also want to look up more of, the collaborative work that he's done like specifically like i know he's worked with tyler on his last few albums but i want to know like exactly what songs and also like is he writing with him or is he just making the beats um but uh yeah he's definitely he's a really talented dude um and he's got a lot a lot going on i'm definitely i'm excited to hear his other stuff uh it's been pretty hard not to listen to any of it this last week because i really wanted to um especially with him releasing a brand new album but I'll uh I'll go on a deep dive and I'll come back next week before. Yeah, I'm looking forward to what you uh what you think about his other stuff. Yeah, me too. Um uh did you guys want to talk about um well Sycamore Girl, you didn't really have much to say, right? I've got nothing, but y'all can go for it if you want to. Uh, I mean, I I just more for like each song have like most of my notes are in relation to what I feel the lyrics are talking about, so I mm-hmm. don't really have a ton to say for each thing. But that, I mean, was, that's, that's um, valid, though. I mean, Untitled is, uh, uh, I think, a really standout track on this album. It, it is, is, like, the only one that got um, that he made a music video for, too, which I watched oh. it for the first time today. Is um, it good? 
it was pretty good yeah he um it's very low budget but it's 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 pretty cool i i, I enjoyed it he looks so fucking young in it because he was incredibly young um <laughs> he just looks like a little boy <laughs> he was uh i guess when did this come out in 2017 he yeah he would have been like 18 or 19 at the time He's I mean, pretty young. <laughs> that's pretty, like, for this dude to be 18 or 19, it's pretty fucking impressive. That's um, very impressive. Yeah. And uh, uh, I also, is, oh, sorry, just a quick note about music videos, Trev. I'll be quick, go, go, I promise. Go, 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 go. Um, I, I meant to look up his music videos because I think audiovisual presentation is a really underrated aspect of people's music careers. And when people make good music videos, it just, like, is a whole new world, you know? Yeah. Like, it just oh, it does sure. so much to, to, to elevate their art. Uh, like, like, Earl obviously has, like, some really phenomenal music videos throughout his career. Mm-hmm. And I was... So does I Tyler. meant to look them up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, I meant to look them up today, but I, I forgot. So it's good to know he has some, at least. There's Sorry, not very many, ahead. yeah. No, you're 100% correct. Like, that's how 90% of the songs on my playlist get added, is if I see a music video, because that's... I feel like I don't appreciate music in the same way as you guys, where most of the time when I'm listening back to a song, I'm thinking, like, I'm basically rewatching the music video that I saw, whether it was the official one or something mm-hmm. somebody else made yeah. back in my head. And that's what I'm more reliving. Yeah. Than... AMVs? You like AMVs? Uh, yeah, some. There's a lot some of them ones. are bad. A lot of There's them are some good. good ones, some of them There's are really the, good, but the a lot one with of them the Cowboy are not. Bebop movie is my favorite. Uh... I haven't seen maybe i've seen that one i'll try and find it it's really great there's some like really good ones and there's other ones where i'm just like i i watched i've watched a lot of bad ones i'm sure yeah through going to conventions because there's like competitions for amvs and stuff like that at some of these conventions i almost made one for the song she thinks my tractor's sexy in the comedy category uh, but I couldn't find enough clips of tractors in anime to make it work. <laughs> Everyone, please just note the timestamp right now and go to our YouTube and just watch Jacob's reaction for when Trevor <laughs> says what he just said. It's worth it. You don't have to watch the whole thing in video, but that moment is good. Maybe we can clip it for the for the Instagram. That was great. Anyways. Wait, who um, sings that song, Trevor? Give them a shout out. That would be... You don't know that song, Will? Fuck no, I don't know that song. Look oh, at me. Oh, I'm blanking. Sexy. Oh, I'm blanking on the artist. You don't need to sing it for me. <laughs> oh, I'm blanking on the artist. Oh, I'm so upset that I'm... Alan Jackson. <laughs> yes. Is it? Is it really? Oh, wait, no. I thought you looked it up. No. no, I don't think it is. I think it's Kenny Chesney. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, God. You know, it's also... Yeah, it would have been a slam dunk if I'd gotten it right. It is Kenny Chesney. Oh, it's bullshit because, like... There's a lot of really awesome country from like 30 to 40 years there ago. Is. And all of it now is just such utter there fucking is. dog shit. That's an old song, though. It's like okay, wait, back to the album. Hold but on. Kenny Chesney's an asshole, right? Like, people I don't know. like Kenny Chesney. I like Kenny Chesney. Trevor. Oh, well, I, guess you're, I guess you're an asshole, Trevor. <laughs> um, was that, was that not enough? Further, okay, hold on. Be further to from, talk about waiting room. Wait, wait, hold on. I want to get back to what I was trying to say originally yeah, please, please, about please, please, Untitled. This is one... The one song where I felt like there was almost like all the rest of it is about like the the ups and maybe some of the like mild turbulations with the relationship. This one I felt like had like him talking about cheating in it. Like it was the only it was the standout one where it was like he cheated on the girl or whatever and like trying to come back from that possibly. So that was why it stood out to me a little bit. It was like more of a 
Like the rest of it is somber. Well, there's a lot mm-hmm. of somber songs on this, but this one was almost like a regret type thing, lyric-wise, yeah. to me, anyways. Uh, I could be totally off base. Whistling well. is also like it can be really sad. Like yeah. Yeah. I love a good sad whistle, you know? Um and this one does feel particularly downbeat and kind of mm-hmm. I mean so I think somber is the perfect word for it. Um Yeah. But yeah, so, this is good. That was uh, that was the one standout thing for that song for me was that it yeah, like That's fair. It was kind of like this very sad aspects of like he fucked up the relationship somehow through cheating or yeah. something along those lines or some mistake he made. Yeah. yeah. Before we jump to a waiting room, just my one note on uh, four seasons, which is another song where he raps. He so does. Talk, Are you I'm telling me you don't like the line? She stayed behind the wor- bar at work. So I'm getting Red Bull for free. That's a great line. That's a great line. That's the one that stands there out is, the most. There is a good line in the song though, when he's singing and it's even though I'm a walking emotion, which yeah. I relate to very much. That's nice. Because I'm a highly emotional person. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> that's great but yeah his rapping is terrible what about the and then uh, he also he that gives a huge dagger to snapback hats which is like it what? seems pretty uncalled for he's like back then when i used to wear a snapback oh yeah, fuck yeah that um it's like come on bro leave, leave hats alone what about the line i'll find a spot that's just hats. for me and see if i can cope without an ounce of pain he sings that right he sings it then yes, I like it. That's part. Of, that was part of like the chorus at the end. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have told him, Jacob. You should have just made him like. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I can. I can hear him singing that line in my head. Yeah, Four Seasons is, is fine, but again, it's it's one of the worst songs because he raps on it. So there's three tone changes in that song from what I picked up on. Yeah, but because yeah, he sings and raps right, yeah. and sings, right? That's so, one of my few things. Um, yeah, it's a also, bunch of his I, songs do that. <laughs> It yeah. seems like maybe it's also kind of a breakup song, possibly. Lyric-wise, anyways. Yeah. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't think they... I think in real life, I think they were together throughout the making of this album. Probably, but I'm just saying, like... he was living with her in London, apparently, at the listen, time. These are what my notes I say. I know, your notes okay. are great. <laughs> I only know this because I read some sort of article. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Waiting Room, which... The more I think about it, it's probably my favorite song on the album. Damn. Um, I, it's, like, absolutely incredible. So this is the one that I talked about earlier with, like, the samba. So that type of – the drum beat that they're playing is, like, a, it's, a, it's a historically Brazilian rhythm. Um, so that's great. Love that. I love Brazilian music. Uh, B, it's got, like, a nice guitar. It, like, does actually sound like waiting room music. And I'm a huge sucker for like a, a title matching the energy of the song, which I feel like is kind of not a lost art, but an underrated art. Mm-hmm. Um, I love like being able to visualize a song based on the, the title of it. That's huge. And then this is probably getting maybe a little too technical, but the part of the song at which the filter opens up and so like, in the first like 30 to 45 seconds, the drums are like very kind of muted and the highs of the track are kind of cut out and the lows of the track are kind of cut out. And then when he says, I'm just the boy you love, they like open the filter up and you get all the highs and lows back and like the drums actually start to kick and you get some more like layers in the instrumentation. Um, just like fucks me up every single time. There's whistling in the background. There's lots of good like, um, 
diegetic sound almost mm-hmm. like I think this is the song that has kind of like some kind of rain or something in the background. I could be mixing it with something else I haven't listened to lately. I am. There's I think no you're right. I think you're correct. There's a lot. Um, but the biggest note of this is that only a few songs have other people credited on them on this album. And this is one of them in terms of the, either the writing or the production. And it's a guy named Michael Uzuwaru, Uzo-waru, um, I think who also goes by Uzi is co-producer on this song and I forgot to pull up his Wikipedia page because I'm bad at doing podcasts but you'll be <laughs> happy to know Jacob that this is a man who should be relatively familiar to you as he's produced a ton of shit that we both love Oh, um, he produced the intro on Doris nice pre he damn um, great track <laughs> he did Nights by Frank Ocean. Okay, nice. Off of Blonde, and also Rushes too, off of Endless. And he did this the Frank Ocean song Chanel, which oh, if you yeah, don't yeah. know, mm-hmm. one of his best songs for me. Um, he did work on the Black Panther soundtrack. Oh, he, Kendrick Lamar album. Yes. Uh, no, Wakanda remix. It's called. Oh, I'm thinking. Which I think because Kendrick came out with the. the yeah, Black the Black Panther. Panther like companion album, yeah. no, different. Okay. Um, he made some stuff on the Beyonce Lion King soundtrack. He's worked pretty closely with Childish Gambino throughout his whole career. Nice. Still waiting um, on the album. Same. Uh, <laughs> and then inside. Yeah. Me most, importantly, most importantly for me, I don't know if this hits for you, but there's a Frank Ocean single from a couple years ago called In My Room, which... I don't know if I know that one. ...is just so fucking good, and he produced that one too. Um, I know the bicycle one with Jay-Z. Yeah, biking. biking the Tyler, yeah, there's a Tyler verse on there too. Yeah. Um, I just hate the Jay Z part. Yeah, Jay Z's he's just too old now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's too old and too rich. Damn. Like, he's Jay Z's wonderful. Just calling like, him obviously, out. Obviously, I am like again student of rap. Like he's made some of yeah, the most have to like of him, all man. time. I do, and I'm from New York, so like it's double doubly so. Empire State of Mind. But, am I right? Fuck that song. Uh, <laughs> horrible song. Fuck that. Even though I saw him on that tour, it's a horrible song. Um, but Jay-Z hasn't made good music in a while. Uh, so, that yeah, that verse is bad. But Biking Solo with Just Frank on it is the better version. Um, yeah. Anyway. Agreed. So Dad. I didn't, I didn't know this, uh, that he had a co-production credit on it until today. I didn't uh, know. It was, it was already my favorite song on the album, or one of my favorite songs. And then I was like, holy shit, of course. It's this dude who has like all, a lot of my favorite songs the last five years, ten years on his... his. I mean, Nights is probably the best Frank Ocean song. Like, it's up there for me. Um, and In My Room is also up there for me. So I was like, that's really cool. But yeah, this, this song is just... It's so beautiful. Um, yeah. I love it. Nice. Does anybody have any wrap up um, thoughts on any of the other songs? Yeah, we already. I mean, we already hit Rain we've Man, hit pretty Never much Enough, and Happiness. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we kind of talked about Never Enough Trevbone. as well. This is getting kind of a long one. I'm glad you guys enjoyed this so much. Yeah, lots <laughs> yeah. Of been able to time. really talk about it a lot, which is great. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was a good time. Like, love Rain Man's little jazz thing. Never Enough was a great pop punk kind of vibe kind of song, which mm-hmm. is more my jam. 
than yeah. anything else on mm-hmm. this. It was unfortunate it wasn't uh, Celtic uh, punk, but you know. I have listening because it's St. Patty's Day, but also because it's on my playlist. I have definitely skipped to a lot of my Celtic punk songs for today, especially. Like Trevor's when I was like a kilt right now. I'm not. I'm wearing jeans as always, but <laughs> as always, I got my green. I got my green. All right, and, let's uh, let's wrap I'm drunk. Around. So, <laughs> um, yeah, thank you guys so much for for listening to my album. I'm looking forward to your pick, Will. Um, Same. Start spinning we that sh- soon. Have you guys started my pick yet? No, I have not. Um, I don't remember what your pick is. You do. We'll remind you afterwards. Um, but yeah, uh, make sure you guys follow us. <laughs> oh, uh, I do on Instagram. <laughs> I knew you would at Harbor underscore Boys, and on YouTube to catch the video to see the cats in the background at youtubecom slash c slash the Harbor Boys, and anywhere else you get podcasts. Um, thank thank you, guys. you all for listening for so listening. much. Yeah, we'll catch you next time. We love you. Peace. Bye, Bye everyone. <laughs>